by the metrics that they show, yeah, it would it would be you know five hundred billion dollars uh, less expensive annually. That's mm-hmm. annually. Um, they say essentially that like it would be a thirteen percent reduction essentially in current uh, from current uh, employer and individual contributions could be used to like fund it essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this is like this is a really good nice number and huge deal that not only. Not only would it save 68,000 lives a year as a sort of low estimate, but also like if things continue, consider that not only how to put it, like one of the things at the very front line of the study, too, is that like if the ACA were repealed by the same metrics that they are using to judge how many lives would be saved extra by Medicare for all, if the ACA itself were repealed, um, that could mean an additional like 38,000 extra deaths in the United States per year. Um, and so essentially you have like a hundred, like if assuming, assuming that frankly, whatever happens in the next several years, like it's highly likely that either the ACA will be repealed or just like as, as has happened, it will continue to be so dismantled as to like, like have the effect that they're talking about here. Mm -hmm. Um, right. Of like, 38,000 additional deaths a year. So basically passing Medicare for all, the big highlight of the study for meal is could save 107,000 like lives. This is incredibly this is incredibly important because I think what this study and and many of its ilk do is illustrate that one the the pay for question is the dumbest question in the world. It should be a question <laughs> right. that immediately yeah. identifies you as an unreconstructed dodo, um, <laughs> because there's not for for two reasons. One is even accepting the constraints of the way that we measure cost by one completely subtracting out the rest of the equation of like national health expenditures and simply focusing on federal right. health expenditures, which is dumb. But like even if you hold that constant. There's so many different ways of paying for this. And number two, like even if you, you know, leaving aside the issue of uh, administrative savings and leaving aside the issue of, you know, which it addresses beautifully, which is, which it addresses quite beautifully. But you begin to realize that there's so much that is not commensurated into the way mm-hmm. that we think about costs, such as the value of human lives, which by <laughs> right. federal calculations is now <laughs> about seven million wait, seven wait. million dollars for a human wait, life. Wait, Phil, wait. H- human lives have value? Well, I'm they're so worth about $7 million um, a piece. Uh, according, really? to, according to the Office of Management and Budget, they range between, I think, around what? 2 and $10 million Yeah, uh, and when, when you die, that's when you start paying it back. Well, and it's important to think about the way that they calculate this is it's uh, how much money are you willing to pay to avoid an uh, probability increase, an incremental probability increase in your likelihood of death. Um, but the, everything uh, that you just said hurt me. Yeah, no, it's, it's horrible. Um, we can, t- this is a, perhaps a topic for a whole separate episode, but yeah, it sounds like it. The, well, yeah, yeah wow. but, but I mean like, but here's the thing. We don't fact your factor in, uh, again, the co- congressional budget office is just an office of cost analysis. It's not mm. an office of cost benefit analysis. Right. So, you know, we don't factor in the idea that human lives have any value at all, let alone the, some statistical value set by the office of management and budget, which is itself kind of absurd. Um, well, they only uh, have that to to the, to the office of management and budget. In other words, they only have cost, uh, insofar as like a death would cost money for the federal government, basically. Well, right. right. Or, or the idea that like you can, 
whatever that this is an economics thing but it's, it's not it's not even super important for this but i think the point is that like the idea that the cost question identifies you as a smart person <laughs> is just absurd it, ident- yeah. it should identify <laughs> you as the dumbest person in the room yeah well, it's, it's basically it's, like saying um say like ac- actually the united states is a republic it's a weird spongebob <laughs> it's weird spongebob say those two things though I mean, they do. I know. Well, That's right. what I'm saying. It's like so I think more. I, what I, this team of epidemiologists did was develop this like little online tool, right, where you can plug in all cool. sorts of factors. Like it's the best like, way of saying the thing that we say all the time, which is like there are so many ways that you could figure out how to pay for it. It doesn't matter. Well, it reminds <laughs> me of those predatory mortgage calculators, you know, where it would be like no Except matter for, for what good. you put in, it tells you you can afford like a subprime mortgage. What's, what's your, what's your, right, right, a reverse mortgage. Oh, this is this is perfect. We should put a we should put a calculator on the Death Panel website that is like, what's your yearly income? Can you afford Medicare? What's your yearly <laughs> income? Can the nation afford Medicare for all? And it's just always like right. yes. Right. Well, so yeah. they, they made like an actual um, pay for it calculator, mm-hmm. essentially, where even if you and then they sort <laughs> of detailed. Ready. Yeah, yeah. They, it's called the single payer healthcare interactive financing tool, a.k.a. shift. And what <coughs> shift does is you can just sort of um, switch the dial on all sorts of factors. Right. And pretty much across the board, like my favorite one was like no change to be able to like negotiate drug pricing, but and like no change to like hospital billing. But you just consolidate and have one single payer and remove the administrative burdens and it like still comes out saving money. Actually, this is this is the this is uh, one of the things that I really wanted to get into because obviously actually it's been really great seeing uh, often I think like studies drop and everything like that and like we definitely pick them up in our orbit also because Mm -hmm. we are like weirdos reading like I I am now like I never was until two years ago reading like health industry press etc it's but so like, fun yeah and it is it's fascinating and it's very mask off and I love it but it's um it's interesting because like this I think more so than a lot of other studies that drop that are similar like has actually kind of like uh escaped from like it escaped the event horizon of academic Twitter basically <laughs> to, oh, yeah. uh, no, don't rely on that. Yeah, no, I, 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 right. I know. But like, it's, it's important when the, when it, like when these studies actually can, because it's like, um, you know, and you've seen, and I think it's really great that there have been, uh, you know, mostly in progressive outlets, but also uh, like a headlines showing the four fifty billion uh, dollar figure and the mm-hmm. 68,000 uh, lives per year figure. But I think that, you know, in true death panel fashion, uh, there are a couple of things that are like buried a little bit deeper in here that are just like mm-hmm. such good mm-hmm. uh, things to keep in mind, almost as like rejoinders to the pay for it question. Why don't you or, run through some of this? Uh, let yeah. me tell you my favorite one. My absolute favorite uh, of all of these is um, is not about pay for actually so much. It's also about pay for, but it's like uh, about the what do you do with all the jobs mm-hmm. uh, question. Yeah. Which is like, um, you know, and we've talked about we've talked before about how like a really fun, elegant solution is just nationalize the all the insurance companies and right. And you just got the you got a fucking army of uh, of new administrators at your disposal there or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I think the so this is really interesting. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this directly uh, because this is some this is this is just some like master 
shade basically to anyone who's like what what like but but where will the market for executioners be when you make the death penalty illegal mm-hmm. kind of people? <laughs> um think of the jobs <clears throat> not their livelihoods oh um, no So, quote, although the country will benefit from lower costs, 936,000 administrative positions and 476,600 positions in the healthcare insurance industry are estimated to become redundant. However, detailed transition plans have suggested either funding for early retirement options, extensive severance, retraining programs, and reallocation expenses for all workers in these sectors. Implementation of such a plan is estimated to cost 6.5 uh, 61.5 billion annually over two years, a sum which could be recouped within the first year by the health savings estimated here. So it's literally saying <laughs> that you could put these people, put 1,500,000 some, some people on like a two year severance. <laughs> <laughs> from their jobs and it would still be cheaper right <laughs> like, can i tell you also my bearing one? in yeah. mind that all of these people or well uh many health execs are way fucking overpaid <laughs> no but that's but that, i think that's the thing what i think one of the bad faith arguments that happens all the time actually about the like what are you going to do with the with the, these people's jobs or whatever is that a lot mm-hmm. of the people who were a lot of these one uh 1.5 million people i think do not have good paying jobs frankly right, right. Mm-hmm. like quite a lot they're of them they're not making 20 million dollars a no. year to run caremark no mm-hmm. not at all so you know like yeah f- fuck that one of anyway. one of the <laughs> other ones that i really loved in this was about like um single payer uh prostate cancer and american prosperity did you guys catch that one Go it, are you sure you're not are you sure you're not conflating the thing with uh bloomberg saying that a 95 year old man with prostate cancer should just be put down no 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 but that, <laughs> that, he did say that yeah. yeah um uh maybe i should just read the quote it's too expensive we're gonna bankrupt the country <laughs> so uh so one of the points that the study uh figured out was that a uh, single payer could um help with early detection and treatment of prostate cancer Right. Mm -hmm. So they say universal health insurance would also lead to a positive economic externality by enhancing workforce productivity. For example, prostate cancer causes five point four billion dollars in lost productivity, a figure further compounded by the three billion dollars in lost productivity for the spouses of these patients. Basically, like diabetes is even more. And by extending access to screening, preventative care and having one single payer, we would help avert these diseases and boost American prosperity. Like even there in their receipts, they have that argument for that piece of shit that wants to hear that. And it's also like, okay, so then take that and multiply it across every debilitate like like every illness that takes people out of the workforce if that's like yeah. if that's your fucking jam I, okay. you know beyond that yeah beyond that if you really imagine if we yeah. had medicare for all right if you're if you're a patient of any kind right medicare for all means one chart yeah, yeah. medicare for yep. all means you get in a car accident in rural ohio and they have access to your chart at whatever hospital you're medevaced yeah. at mm-hmm. one chart means no one makes any mistakes Be- like the uh, the possibility for reducing like errors yeah. from from 
it's just and, unbelievable and, and, and beyond, that's so simple and the money saved just from that and, and beyond the thing for the patient i'm glad you brought that up b because partially it's the the chart thing but also because there's only one pair one of the things that they mention which i feel like is just a shot across the bow of sema verma essentially or of like the entire waste fraud and abuse uh thing like mm-hmm. movement or whatever is movement? that uh they, they mentioned or you know the, the whole talking point of waste fraud sure. and abuse yeah, yeah, is yeah. that they mentioned explicitly that like um by switching to a single pair also it becomes phenomenally easier to identify providers unusual billing practices billing by a, providers yeah, like <laughs> billing fraud basically and that when taiwan moved to a single payer system they uh they reduced their overall fraud rate by like eight mm-hmm. percent or something oh my god um, it's just so funny like again it's like if, if these are the metrics that you ch- it's that even if these are the metrics that you choose whatever fucking metric you want it doesn't matter. Choose. It right. doesn't matter. Things will be better. And it's uh, it's amazing because, again, this is one of those things where this is like this is a, uh, uh, you know, a, a policy or an idea with like uh, massive repercussions, but also which can be a signal that, you know, frankly, I think a number of other uh, like uh, socialist policies and, and policies aimed more towards like actual justice for everyone, right. essentially. Like any type of policy like this, ultimately, probably if you really study it like this, is going mm-hmm. like you'll you'll be able to do the same thing. No matter what fucking metric you're suggesting, it's actually like this is in the this is in this is for the common good, right? Right. You know, like and if you think about it, like I think the harder they fight, right? There are huge, huge. Uh, forces and companies that really, really don't want this to happen, right? Mm, like we've talked a lot recently, you know, we've said, you know, capitalism and uh, healthcare, like healthcare is the ultimate product of Western capitalism, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. this industry is its baby and it will not give it up quietly. And, no. um, well, you know, we should be expecting strong opposition. We should be expecting uh, disingenuous attacks and attempts to crack unity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we should be expecting people calling it fake or disingenuous. We should be expecting that because there is a lot of money on the line here, yeah. right? And there right. are a lot of lives on the line. To, you should be expecting to see it from people who look like they know what the fuck they're talking about and exactly. might be yeah. people of good faith, but right. it doesn't matter. Well, no. because and even those people, even if they're well-meaning, they have the ability to be poisoned too. Right. right. And at the end of the day, if you're like looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, well, this really smart person says that we can't afford it. But on the other hand, I think it's morally wrong for people to die because they can't afford health care. Like, yeah, obviously, right. The moral voice will win out in the end because it's pay for or right to dignity and survival. They're hey, not even there, on there the There were same a page. lot of wonks who were for segregation too. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. Well, but the, I mean, another, I don't know. Did I they keep uh, think- pr- close down their print verticals? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, they, they, they may not have had snappy <laughs> white paper, but. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Jen, sorry. Go on. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That just, okay. Anyway. Hello, this is Daniel. Beatrice's screen reader program. Support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod to hear the full episode and get access to patron-only content. With love, the death panel.